What's up, everybody? Today's episode, we are going to get into a little bit of conference talk. Everyone seems to be ruining it and playing spoiler. Can Carolina do that for Wake Forest this weekend? The number nine team in the college football playoff rankings are set to finish out strong. Can they find themselves in the college football playoffs? I got Tyler Aki from Locked on Syracuse here to join me, have that conversation on today's show. Let's get it. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us and making us your first listen each and every day. This episode is of Locked On ACC is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for being there. Honestly, I'm loving it. Tyler Aki joining the show today, and we are got some good things to talk about. Not his team, unfortunately, but it's okay. <laughs> We get to talk about some. How about the ACC snub last football? night? By the way, did you hear this? I don't know if you caught this too. When they were, it was after they disclosed all the rankings, uh-huh. and they're talking to Kenneth Walker, and Reese Davis teases it and says, "We're going to talk to the leading rusher in the nation coming up next." He's not the leading rusher in the nation. <laughs> it's Sean Tucker. What are we doing? You know, he's you just with adding- all the Syracuse grads that probably produced that show. I don't know how that slipped. <laughs> Through the cracks. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I think it's because Kenneth Walker's just having the more prominent games to watch. He's winning games. Just, That's the you difference. Know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a minor detail. Yeah. And but it's not like Syracuse isn't winning. They just haven't, haven't won any, like, will, will, well, big, no, well-to-do big, games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, okay. no games that people watched. Yeah. You can <laughs> the say upset it. is you can coming. Say no, it's okay. I think if they had beat Clemson, we might be having a different conversation. And people would be like, okay, maybe. But also, if Sean Tucker was given that, you know, illustrious jersey, he might also be having a different conversation. 44, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I know that's a whole big topic for you and your show. So if you guys have not yet listened to Locked on Syracuse podcast, make sure you check that out. But Tyler here is today. We're going to talk about another Atlantic Division team that has been doing well. Obviously, Wake Forest is in the mix of things. They're trying to get themselves in the college football playoffs, seated currently at number nine, and they are the hot topic, hot team to talk about. But they're facing a big Carolina team this weekend at noon on Saturday, and I know Carolina's looking to play spoiler, and that that Wake Forest defense is looking a little shaky for me. I don't know about you, Tyler, but do you think Wake can finish out the season strong, or do they have some tough tough games ahead? I do think the the road ahead is very tough for this Wake Forest team. You look at them the rest of the way. I mean, you mentioned UNC coming up this week. And then, I mean, this is the meat of the schedule here. This next three-game stretch for them. They're at home against NC State and then on the road against Clemson. And say what you want about Clemson. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is a a Tigers team for as bad as they've been this year. Matchup is kind of there for the Tigers. They've got the stellar defense. And Wake Forest doesn't have a very good defense. So if you can shut down Wake Forest strength and let the other unit kind of play to your advantage as well on the other end of the ball, I think it matches up kind of nicely. And Clemson kind of showed a little bit of something at the end of that that Florida State game with the comeback. So they finally put some points on the board. It obviously wasn't an impressive win by any stretch of the imagination. A tough beat for any of the the Florida State backers on betonline.ag as well (laughs) with that last second touchdown that went in on the the pitchy, pitchy play. Um, yeah. But 
No, it's, I do think this is going to be really tough for Wake to close out, but hey, if they do, I think the people that are shouting from the mountaintops that Wake shouldn't be a top 10 team, if Wake Forest wins these next three games or go, even goes two and one, I don't know if they're going to go two and one during this okay. stretch, but if they, if they can win these next three or go two and one, I think that'll silence some of the doubters. Yeah, we also, you know, didn't mention the NC State game that they have to win at yeah. home and NC State struggles away. But, you know, the Wolfpacker definitely much want, definitely want to play spoiler and they absolutely still have an opportunity to win the Atlantic. And it's scary and it's honestly disappointing that we can't have one solid favorite. Like, sure, they're undefeated, but we can't say that with confidence that they're going to meet, right. you know, the, the opposing coastal team in Charlotte in December, right? There's nobody that has it good. And I want to get your thoughts, though. Yes, they people argue top 10 team. I absolutely believe they are. But some are even saying if they went out, they need to be considered in the top four. What are your thoughts there? If you win out, I mean, going 13-0 is impressive. And yeah. you're playing in a power conference. I know the ACC is down, but if you go undefeated 13-0, yeah, you're probably going to find yourself into that conversation. Now, let's take a look at, at who the rest of the teams are that you're kind of going head-to-head. You're still probably going to need some form of help because yeah. the wins that you rack up, while there's solid wins in there, like right now, they have not played anybody. They <laughs> literally have not played anybody. It's okay to tell it like it is. It's okay. We tell it like, like it is seriously. on the show. Yeah. And I look at some of these teams. One loss resume is for a team like Oregon and Ohio State and – and even like a Michigan or, or Alabama. especially Alabama, like <laughs> those one loss resumes, I think are still stronger than yeah. what a potential 13 and 0 Wake Forest might look like. Now, these teams can only have the one loss yeah. the rest of the way, but I think you could say the same about Wake, Wake Forest. You cannot have a loss. You cannot trip mm. up and, and be considered into this into this top four. I think that sucks, though, right? Because at what point do you look at current resume, current season, and you don't hold like, past people's performances to why they should be in the conversation? Because to me, if we're going off the strength of you had to be perfect for so long, and then now all of a sudden you can have one loss and still be top four, what are we really doing here? Like, is it, just tell us you love Alabama, you love Ohio State, and you and let, let's, let's let that be that. Yeah, I'm more infatuated with wins than I mm-hmm. am with uh, I'm willing to take away credit because of losses, too. Okay. And when you look at some of these wins that some of these teams have had, like Oregon going into Ohio State and winning on the road. I know you tripped up against Stanford, but you showing the ability to go beat Ohio State on the road counts a whole heck of a lot more to me than you losing to a Stanford team. It, to me, I, I credit wins more than I use losses as a demerit. Okay, and you have not given Wake Forest any sort of credits right now because they haven't played anybody worthy, in your opinion. Right. I mean, just look at their schedule of, of what they've racked up so far. I mean, <laughs> wh- where's the point of resistance on this schedule? Right out of the gate, Old Dominion and Norfolk. I couldn't tell you which team's the FCS team there. Like, I don't know which one it is. Is it Old Dominion? Is it Nor? I don't know. And then it's Florida State. State. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then you've got Florida State, Virginia. You yeah. played a close game with Louisville, played a close game with Syracuse. I mean, putting up 70 is impressive against Army. I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give them that. Um, and then Duke, like, where's the tough game there? Have you played a single team that could even be close to being considered in the same ballpark as you right now? Maybe I- Louisville? Like, that's it. <laughs> I will say if Florida State wins out, maybe that helps your your case and your situation. If Syracuse wins out, that helps your case and situation a little bit, a baby bit, maybe. 
I don't know. But also, you've got to beat the NC States and the Clemsons of the world. You have to make it to the ACC championship to really be in the conversation. Because if you don't, then we really can't have you talking about being top four in the country. But more so than that, of course, we all thought that Wake Forest was going to be the best team in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Of course. <laughs> That's exactly what everybody said going into You can into retire Atlanta. if you put money down on that early in the season. <laughs> oh, come on now. Like, I, I can't believe people are even saying, yeah, we always knew. You did not always know. No, Nobody no. knew. Nobody right? knew. But it's okay. I think it's great that they're having this good season, but at the same time, what we st- what we think of Wake as in general is not a reflection of what we put a stamp on college football. Like I don't think about Wake Forest and ma- automatically assume football powerhouse. And it's okay to have right. this one shining moment, right? But I don't necessarily even think that Coach Costa, he might be having buzz to go somewhere else, right? He might want to go bigger and better. He might have ears chirping for you know, Penn State type if a James Franklin were to leave. Like, who knows? Maybe Clawson loves Wake Forest and this is all he ever wants to have. But I don't know. Maybe he wants bigger and better after this. I will say this. For the people out there who are shouting from the mountaintops of, oh, well, if you just put Clemson's name on this resume, they'd be ranked fourth in the country. I think it's a futile exercise because mm. Clemson came in with expectations, right? Clemson came in and is still putting together a, a championship-level performance on the defensive side of the ball like yeah sure okay they would because they'd be eight no right mm-hmm. but they also have the pedigree of okay we've done this we've won these championships with this coach wake forest you have to earn things okay mm-hmm. it, and it's a process it, yeah. just look at cincinnati okay people want to say like since no team has gotten screwed more this season than cincinnati in terms yeah. of that initial college football playoff ranking no yeah. team I mean, 8-0, you've beaten a top-10 team in Notre Dame on the road. And let me say this. I know this is not a pro-Notre Dame podcast. Notre Dame should be ahead of Wake Forest right now. They've got the more impressive win. They've got the more impressive win. A neutral field victory against Wisconsin is more impressive than anything Wake Forest has done this season. Oh, I like the against, And the one loss they have is against Cincinnati. I love it. I love it. It's a much more impressive resume. Cincinnati definitely is the big what more do you want from me energy like I don't know what else they can do but I think that just speaks to what these um, committee members think of these G5 schools like you're never going to be good enough you're always going to be the ugly stepchild like that's just the way it is so I think with them trying to join some bigger conferences maybe it'll help who knows who truly truly knows but I do know one thing if you guys have not yet gotten to your local McDonald's you are missing out on a chance to really enjoy some quality time with your family and friends If you're in on some sporting action, you want to go grab a quick bite after your basketball game. If you do some club soccer, club tennis, whatever you like, win or lose, it's a place where you and your teammates, competitors, even the home team or away team can come to recharge, where you can take a step forward to stopping at a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. It is absolutely the best place there is to just get your families together and reconnect. And I am talking about McDonald's. It has always been more than just a place to get some tasty, affordable food, but it is a bonus when you can eat well at McDonald's. So head to your local one today, refuel and reconnect and make sure if you want to have a little <laughs> locked on ACC party, watch party, want to watch this big Wake Forest Carolina game this weekend you can do that as well thanks again to our friends from mcdonald's for always being there for us and simply i'm loving it 
We are talking with Tyler Aki from Locked on Syracuse, and we've got some things beyond just Wake Forest to talk about because I think college football rankings are in a good spot, but I would like to know your opinion on the conference as a whole, the ACC. Have you been disappointed in this season? I know I didn't preview this question for you, but I'm just curious. I think yes, just Mm -hmm. because of Clemson. Okay. And because, I mean, they have to shoulder the the burden of this entire conference every single season. And yeah. to see them fall off the cliff like they have this year has been a really, really bad thing for the conference. Like, yeah. let's say Clemson has been good this entire season. Right. And then you've got a Wake Forest-Clemson game on the horizon that is essentially A, for an ACC championship game bid, but B, could be for a bid to the college football playoff. Like, if Clemson right now were that top four, top three team, and Wake Forest beats them, and they're sitting at nine or eight or wherever they are in the college football playoff standings by the time we get to that point, then yes, Wake Forest enters the conversation, and not only does that set them up to get into the college football playoff this year, but it kind of gives them the benefit of the doubt next season as well. Like, let's say they've they have the same resume, but haven't really played anyone to that point. Well, if you enter the season ranked 12th or 10th or whatever in the country, then you're given the benefit of the doubt. This team has done nothing as of late to be given that sort of uh, pedigree. Yeah, I think it's been consistently inconsistent as a whole, not only with Clemson, you know, to me, punching the mouth against Georgia, you played tough that just really shifted the mood and how things went and that NC State loss of course you got to kick Clemson while they're down they look like they're struggling you have to capitalize on that and they did right and you're still trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how to win you get beat by Kenny Pickett and now we're just having the conversation of can you survive get through the season unscathed you've been beat up you know from an injury standpoint let's get over it rebuild and keep pushing another person that I think has been disappointing or team rather has absolutely been North Carolina right Mm -hmm. you come to the season preseason number 10 everyone Everyone's thinking after that Texas A&M bowl game that you are going to be the bee's knees of college football. Football school. Everyone's saying football, like Roy's out, (laughs) football school. Max in. Like, I cannot believe how disappointing. The regression of the defense, the abysmal offensive line, Sam Howell having to run like he's damn near Javante Williams every single game. I'm like, this poor guy, he can't come back. There's no way. I wouldn't come back to this. This is just a hot mess, right? There's so many four-star and five-star recruits, and I think that's great that now that they are being in the recruiting conversation. But can you deliver on the field? And they have not done that yet in, like, several years. Yes, you now have a winning record, but, like, winning record is seven games you get to go to a bowl game it's not Clemson conversation you want to be a Clemson but not even close right and the thing too I mean Miami is in that same fold they began the season as a ranked team and they've fallen off I I mean I think the best team in the conference is actually the one that's rated the lowest of of the teams that got a ranking in the, the college football playoff and that's Pitt yeah. I mean, you want to talk about inconsistency. Sometimes <laughs> the defense comes to play, sometimes it doesn't. And I mean, the way that Kenny Pickett can throw the ball around the field and lose games still, and it's not his fault, is got to be unbelievably frustrating because I do think that Pitt is the best team in this conference, yet they're the team with two losses right now yeah. and effectively eliminated from any sort of contention into the college yeah. football playoff. Yeah. And it's just those little losses, the Western Michigan and then this most recent one against Miami. It's frustrating. And Absolutely. that's it gets right at the crux of what you've been saying about the inconsistencies in the conference. And you know, because it's you, I also have to ask, 
as much as we've been ragging on Miami, has Manny Diaz kept his job <laughs> with these last couple wins? Tyler Van Dyke's been doing his thing. I would love to know from you personally, of course, you know, you have to, you had your thoughts. Has he kept his job with these late, recent wins? I mean, he probably has <laughs> at the beginning of the season too. I mean, even when things were at the bottom, like the lowest of lows this season for Miami, all the speculation was, yeah, he's still probably going to be back next year. They just don't want to pay the money to get him out, which I think has shown a little bit of a a flip in the mentality of how much people care about Miami football, too, which yeah. is sad to say, but I don't think the program even views itself as this elitist institution like a USC or a Texas or an LSU, one of those all-time programs that maybe is a little down right now. But I don't know if Miami even looks at themselves in the mirror and thinks of themselves as something like that. That's very true. I mean, I think at the end of the day, the fact that we can even, or I'm going to have to potentially apologize to Tyler Van Dyke and the whole Miami squad <laughs> to say they're going to the Atlantic Coast Conference without De'Aaron King. It's just, I, I don't want to make that. I wanted that story to be Carolina. That's what's pissing me off. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but overall, I think though that Pitt can still squeak it out, but there's just so many what ifs. And I hate that about our conference. Like I wish we could just be getting excited, yeah. having certain conversations about certain teams as they're preparing for the end. But yet and still, there is nothing that we can be sure of when it comes to this place. The best possible situation, given a little bit of what we've seen play out this year and a little bit of what our preseason expectations were, were if a high-flying pit offense were to go in against a dominant Clemson team and let them duel in Charlotte. Yeah. I think that would have been <laughs> so fantastic for the conference. Yeah. And people would have taken the, the conference seriously. Right now, they're a joke. I mean, you look at the – you have a top 10 team in the college football playoff, and people are laughing that team off the stage saying, oh, they're not going to be there next week. They're going to lose – they'll trip up. People think, Wake For people think Wake Forest is actually in Wake Forest, North Carolina. That's how bad right. it is. They're, they're doing a Google search right now saying, yeah. where the hell is Wake Forest and why are they not actually in Wake Forest, North Carolina? Nope, that's, that's definitely how it's going down. But no, I totally agree. And I think that we have officially can say that we're a basketball conference. That's what it is. We tried our hand. Less than a week. Less than at, a week. <laughs> we tried our hand at being this big old powerhouse basketball-wise, but I mean football-wise, but that's just not who we are. And that's okay. But I will recommend less than a week, as Tyler mentioned, we've got some ACC basketball that I know everyone is ready for. Are you ready for Paolo Banquero? Are you ready for some Hubert Davis in the Tar Heels? Maybe you're ready for a little Syracuse. Coach Beha, I'm going to do big things this season. Maybe a little buddy action. Well, you've got to go to Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On from basketball, football, from your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. It's simply where the game starts. So we're wrapping up the show here with Tyler Aki, and I will say I never have been a girl who likes to roll into basketball to start early, but, I mean, after this year, I think I just need a break. I need a break from football. <laughs> ACC football has stressed me the hell out, but there are absolutely games that we have to see. Week 10 going into this bad boy. I know you've got a couple that aren't necessarily must-see TV, but if you're interested in the conference, you're definitely tuned in. Who you got? I will say a bit of a down week. This, like we've talked about in the past, how there's been marquee matchups each mm -hmm. week within the conference. I don't think yeah. there's anything that really pops off the page. The one that I would say, I guess, is UNC and Wake Forest for this upcoming week because 
every Wake Forest game now has to be at the forefront of any ACC football fan's mind because it kind of feels like they're that last shred of hope for getting into the college football playoff. And you got to go undefeated at this point and then kind of leave your fate up to the committee. I don't know. I mean, this it should be a fun game at least. A lot of offense, not a lot of defense. I mean, I I haven't seen the total yet on betonline.ag, but I'm sure it is north of 70 if I had to guess. (laughs) Um, if I had to make a bet on the bet, um, but I mean, I like offensive football. I think the average fan likes offensive football and I think this game's going to provide plenty of it. Absolutely. Carolina put up like 50 plus last year, but more than that, it's homecoming. The energy is supposed to be crazy. So we're due for an upset. But like I said, the Miami game, if you blink, you will miss a touchdown because that's how bad the defense is going to (laughs) play. But there are other matchups, like you mentioned, that are boring, but I think for me, it's the NC State Clemson game, excuse me, NC State Florida State game, because I think that NC State is trying to stay in the conversation. They want people to, you know, still give take them seriously and mess up a bit when it comes to Wake Forest, even though it's a non-conference game, people, against Carolina. Yeah, it's the weird one. <laughs> Just in case you get confused. But NC State definitely wants them to take an L. It would be better for them than the Clemson and Louisville game. To me... Louisville just needs to have a good like this is Malik Cunningham's time to shine right as much as people have talked about quarterbacks this season he's kind of been under the radar but still doing amazingly well hey do well against this defense and then we can start having a conversation but I know everyone's gonna look at me crazy but Uh as someone who has witnessed this for Uh herself I know where you're going here (laughs) I know where you're going here anything can happen Tyler Pittsburgh and Duke you never know I'm just gonna say you never know I thought you never okay. know. I thought you were going to try was... to pump the tires on like Virginia Tech Boston College oh, on a Friday no. night. I'm gl- mean, I'm glad we I'm glad we I was we, wrong. I've never been happier Friday. to be wrong on this show. <laughs> we know the Friday now. night games are always wacky. <laughs> They're weird. In my opinion. They're weird. Like, the Miami Virginia game was wacky. You know, Syracuse had a couple Friday night games like Virginia just, Tech know. and North Carolina right out of the gate. I mean, why you're like I'm trying <laughs> having I'm trying to remove from that. I suppress that from my memories, Holly. Thank you so much. But no, I don't even care about that. I think Duke could be in the conversation because depending on I mean, we act as if Pitt did lose to a Western Michigan. Like, so they can lose mm-hmm. to a team that you're not expecting them to lose to. And Duke is desperate for their first conference win of the season. They're playing at home. And at the end of the day, I've seen some wet and wild kind of field play when it comes to Duke and Pittsburgh. So you just never know. I would love that, if it was a better yeah, game. Yeah, it's that 11 a.m. sort of sleepy start, too. I mean, <laughs> but it's also a pit team. It's coming off a loss. A yeah, loss that they know they should not have had. Exactly. And they can't let that snowball. I think Kenny Pickett even though his team is out of the college football playoff conversation, he's still very much in the Heisman conversation um, because I don't think the wins and losses, as long as as he gets nine, 10 wins, I still think he's certainly in the conversation to be a Heisman caliber and win an ACC championship that he can certainly find himself in that Heisman conversation and in New York for the ceremony. And at this point, he's just got to play for style points. I feel like, and this could be a game that he really puts it on a Duke team that struggles to do really anything outside of run the football. (laughs) That's a hundred percent agree. If I went to the Wake Forest Duke game and it was so rough because I was telling JJ Jackson, even on his show, locked on blue devils, like they have what it takes and yet it just does not deliver. It's almost (laughs) like they play really good between the end zones, but when it comes to actually scoring points, that's where it gets a little dicey for them. They're an 80 yard team. That's what they are. 
They are an ADR <laughs> team, and that's just what it is. All right, guys, so we're going to have you set. We're going to go over some betting tomorrow with Jersey Drake. But before Tyler gets out here, out of here, he's going to remind you of where you can find him and follow his work. We're on Locked on Syracuse every single weekday, Monday through Friday. And you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse. And you can find myself at Tyler, A-K-I underscore. Are you guys excited for basketball season? We haven't talked football. We talked football Monday. And okay. uh, we're not going to talk it the rest of the week. Syracuse okay. is on a bye this week. But I think right. we're in this groove now where it's okay. We'll do a little recap and a little preview. You'll get a little little dose. But it's, it's all hoops now. Who it's does Syracuse hoops. open up with? Lafayette. Okay. Lafayette. Okay. Nice little mm-hmm. test Sounds of like the waters. Not sure if that's an FCS school or an FBS school, but I'll, I'll check back with you later. <laughs> no doubt. Guys, come back tomorrow. Make us your first listen each and every day. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on ACC. Make sure you follow us wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube as well. And have a great rest of your day. Come back on Friday. We've got more for you. Jersey Drake in the building for Tyler and Candace. Until next time.